work Working on better versions of me Every day so I can become the person I'm trying to be I evolve Every day's another opportunity Getting right and eating good That ain't nothing new to me I thrive To be the strongest and the healthiest I can Yeah, it's all part of the plan Work Evolve Alright, welcome back to the Work Evolve Thrive Podcast this episode, I'm sitting here with my wife, Jen. We're going to talk about not only fitness, not only mindset, but also some relationship stuff. How do you maintain a happy and successful relationship with your spouse? Um, for us, we had a rocky start when we were younger, very rocky start. And I feel like the past five years... No, longer than that. I'm talking about five. The past five years. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Right? How old's Kinsley? Nine? Nine. The last... Yeah, okay. Okay, the past five have been very good. Six, seven. Okay. I would say five. Okay. Right? We could break it into chunks. Okay. Right? <laughs> could break it into chunks. But the past five have been... God, I feel nervous. I feel very, like it's going in a direction. <laughs> no, it's not going in a direction. So, you know, a lot, we know a lot of us. We're 40 years old. We're 15... Okay, we're almost 40. It was basically 30, 40, 40, whatever. You're 40. You should be 40 in, in 15 months. <clears throat> That's basically 40. We've A lot of people getting divorced. Yeah. Right? A lot of people hate their spouses. A lot of people don't have sex with each other. There's a, a lot of negativity in relationships from a lot of people we know. Yeah. Um, so it's how do you help people get... At all different ages. At all different ages. Yeah. But how, how do you find... Happiness and success in your marriage, especially when you've come from a shitty spot, when you've almost got divorced. Yeah. Um, so today I just want to ask one thing, one question. Hopefully it's a short podcast. It might not be, but a short podcast. What do you believe the one thing is that helped kind of change our relationship from where it was, where we almost got divorced uh, nine years ago till today? For me, it's definitely your sobriety um but I also think that I lead the path with you being sober as well um it is crazy I'm gonna stop there so it's sobriety it's sobriety for me I can expand on it if you would like no that's fine you could say my sobriety all right I'm gonna flip it you want to ask me the same question do you want me to ask myself what do you think makes it work? What do I think the main change was? Yeah. All right. The first thing I'm going to do, it's going to be two things. The first thing was, um, you know, it's like burn the boats. You know, burn the saying burn the boats means? No. No? When you go into war, you go and you, you, you're riding in, you're on your ships, and you go into battle. Right. Right? You burn the boats because you have no choice but to win that battle. Okay. Right? I knew that. The love I had for you, I had no choice but to change, as where you'll say, sobriety. Um, but I uh, think of it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I think of like self growth. Okay. Helped our relationship develop and change. Yeah. Right. That's right. what. That's what I like. Sobriety is a piece of that because that's a part of growth. But, like, I know as cheesy as this sounds, like, the 10 pages of reading, mm-hmm. like, has been a huge thing. Realizing that I know nothing, 
um, and burning the boats to see what can I do to help develop a stronger relationship. Um, that's what I think has been the big, biggest change is, you know, watering the grass or yeah. watering the flower that we have and actually focusing on the relationship, um, which we never did. Right. Right. In the beginning, we got married, we had kids, we bought a house, we did everything we were supposed to do without ever knowing how to be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and I think sobriety helps you focus on that. I think drinking like I was, um, is an escape from another relationship. Mm -hmm. And when we were married, we married young, 25. You're a partier. Um, well, I was a partier. Yeah. Um, we both were. It's yeah. not just you. Um, and you think you live this life. And you know, you, um, was it like a week? You could say it was a young crisis, maybe? Yeah. Young age crisis. Uh, we don't need to go into too many details. But I think once you step out of that and realize, like, okay, this is the person I want to be with. Um, what the fuck do I need to do to make not them happy, myself happy first and develop the relationship. Yeah. Well, and <clears throat> I say your sobriety and I know actually, I think there could be a negative connotation behind it. Um, and I don't look at it like that. I think that I'm actually really proud of our past. Whereas many people don't like to talk about the dark times. Mm -hmm. I think it's made us who we are and I think it's made us extremely authentic. Mm -hmm. I don't know two people who are any more real, realer, how, whatever the word is, than, than we are. I mean, we tell it like it is. Mm -hmm. We accept things as they are. We don't make excuses for shit. Like, we own our stuff mm -hmm. and whatever. Um, before, let's say, our rock bottom, it wasn't that way. I, I actually always remember, I remember a friend saying to me, gosh, this is like 10 years ago. You always make it look like everything's fine, that everything between you, you, like you have this perfect little life and everything's fine. And that comment hit me like a ton of bricks. I still remember where I was when this person said it to me. I won't say names, but it really sat with me. And it was like, I think when we went through our moment, it was a, which direction is this going to go? And it also made me look at myself as a wife, like, Am I just going through the motions? Am I actually as real as I should be? Like, are we, are we meant to be together? And you'll say it too. Like in those first two years after all the shit went down, it was really, it was still really bad. Yeah. So um, you started talking about nine years. Like no, five. so you're right. So you're yeah. right. So when was that? That was. 2014 oh, yeah 2014 yeah. so it, it took probably like two and a half two and a half years almost three years mm -hmm. for us I think to get in a really good place um and I think we're every day we get better I 100% agree there's we're very aligned mm -hmm. <laughs> we think a lot like each other um not many things bother us. I think we allow each other our freedom to do whatever. We're not jealous people. We don't let outside factors impact our relationship. We know where home is and what that means to us. And I think you and I both have extremely strong values when it comes to honesty and trust and family. And that's 
it's all leads back, I think, to your sobriety. Because yeah. it wouldn't have been this way mm. if your habits continued. We wouldn't be married. I also think the things you just said, they're things that you build. Right. Right? And you can't build them without effort. Sure. Right? Our values, you can't build them without effort. You can't build them without self-confidence or self-worth. And for me, when I was drinking, I had very low self-confidence. Yeah. Very low self-worth. And very low trust within the relationship. Um, now you could leave me. I'd be good. Like, I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be... They'd be lying out the door after it's we said 40, 40 and sexy, you know, I'm like a catch right now. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with I'm not married because I'm supposed to be. Right. I'm married because I want to be. Right. Like, like But it's not even married. It's who you are in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about you and I hear some wild stories. Yeah, the drama is The drama real. is real, real. And real. And it's like, I, I literally know that your name would never be attached to that, something like that, because I, I have the utmost confidence in who we are as, as a couple and who I am as a person and who you are as a person that if someone told me, Oh, this happened and Tim did it, I wouldn't believe it in one second. I think that's years ago, a, yeah. a million percent. But I think that's that's a product <laughs> over how we've developed over the past yeah nine years, but five really good ones. Um, We're and, brutally honest, and our level of communication and level of effort up into the relationship. We could talk about all that stuff later, but that was my. I just want to ask you that one question: yeah. What do you think the one thing was, or one thing is? That if you're not in a good place, that you could focus on <clears throat> to get to a better place. And because not everyone is in a good place right now in their relationship. I think we're over 50% of the population is getting divorced right now. And when I think about success, like this, like, like who the fuck are you guys to talk about this? You know, in my field, I want people to develop into the best possible people they can be. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I learned at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition is what I took. I think it was the first course I took. Yeah. Um, it was probably about seven years ago. Was your plate of health and wellness is a round plate that's filled with different things. Your relationship, your career, your health, your mindset, your fitness. It's not just singular. Like you can't go to the gym and be healthy. Um, without focusing on your your nutrition, without focusing on your mindset. You can't be happy in your home without a positive relationship. You can't be happy in your career without a happy, fulfilling career. So all that has to do with our health and how we live our life. So when you're talking about your plate, the relationship plate is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And I talked about mine was growth. Okay, how do I fulfill that relationship plate? So my one thing is growth um and then you can point it any direction you want yeah i agree you agree so is it still sobriety did or did i convince you otherwise no i think we wouldn't we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for your sobriety it that was a really wild (laughs) ride like just burn the boats and you 
now I'm like shivering. Um, no, because you said like you had all this lack of confidence and this, that, and the other, but you also have to understand, and maybe this is a whole nother topic, what it was like being on the other side of it, on the receiving end of it. I mean, addiction and, and all of this depression is so common nowadays. You and I know this story very well. Um, being on the receiving end of that is harder sometimes than being the actual addict. I, and I think that's because the actual addict is numb. Yeah. You don't, you don't feel you're, you're not, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. You're not there. You're outside. What, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but yeah, I think that's, that's where the issue It's like an out of body experience. Yeah. You're you. escaping. You're outside. You're not you're not aware of your surrounding. You don't have self-awareness. You don't know your implications on other people's because you're so self-absorbed. It's mm-hmm. like the victim mindset. Woe is me. Everything's bad. This is, this is the only thing that makes me feel good. Right. So you're not really thinking about other people. And that's where it's mentally challenging because you, you, you're playing yourself as a victim. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, I was the victim. You were the reason for all my pain. What do they call that? Gaslighting? Gaslighting. <laughs> you. It was all your fault. I was fat because you couldn't cook a healthy meal for me. Yeah. Right? You I were, was going to leave you. You were leaving me. You were traveling all over the world banging all these dudes because you hated me and I was fat. Yeah. And it was your fault I was fat. And everything was you. And self-sabotage. And I would escape into and alcohol. And it wasn't me. It was, it was me. It was you. A hundred percent me. And the story, it's crazy because it's like, think about all the stories that went around yeah. when people started to hear about us and it was like, Jen did this and Jen yeah. did that. Yeah. And it was like, no, no, that no. wasn't it. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't it. But you could say what you want. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's why I always go back to growth. It's like, until you accept that it's you. Like, and make the fucking change, you're yeah. never going to change. It's true. Um, and I still, like, I still struggle. Like, the extreme ownership is a real thing. It's always you. Like, if we're not happy, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Right? And I even got that quote on my phone. It's all on you, but it's not about you. Um, that's just an extreme ownership. Yeah. Right? I don't know. We're going off topic here. No, I think just bringing it back. Um, we're not perfect. We have a lot of highs. We have, we do have lows, but um, not like like sober sober highs. Yeah, no, but like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like we have we know how to stay on course, and we don't really argue. I mean, we we bicker. We we banter. She puts bicker. she hides my stuff, and it's, it's I'm a mess. It's, it's shit like that. Yeah. But I think when you learn someone and you know what makes them tick and you understand Mm -hmm. what aggravates them and you understand what sets them off or when someone's having a meltdown, do you react to it? Do you not? Um, it comes with time. And I think that's what really we, you and I both have a lot of awareness around. Um, but like I said, we're not, we're not perfect. Like Mm -hmm. I call my friends and I bitch about you and I'm sure I cry and whatever. And you probably say I'm annoying as fucking whatever. I have friends. But, but, (laughs) okay, call your mom. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you and I, I think where we're different from others is that 
it doesn't matter how other people see us and it doesn't matter people's comment about our relationship or who we are or Tim's overbearing or Jen's overbearing or whatever it is. Tim's gay. That's my favorite one. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's the new one. Um, it's, we know who each other are and we know what we stand for and, and it's us and our kids and Mm -hmm. that's what it's about. I think we even had this conversation a while ago. Um, no matter what goes around, around us, the drama, the people, that we've like said, it's just me and you. At like, the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's just me and you. So our relationship has to be solid. In 10 years, our kids are out. Mm-hmm. Like if we only focus on the kids now, what the fuck are we going to do in 10 years? Yeah. So it's, it's realizing that it's you're the team, just you and your significant other. Um, the number one thing I would say is grow. Always grow. Number one thing, grow. And I guess Jen's term sobriety. But that was part of growth for me. Yeah. All right. So that's our first relationship podcast. If you liked it, comment, share, subscribe. Exactly. like no, such I'm a just blogger. Joking. I'm just <laughs> I don't know where you would comment, like, or subscribe, or even listen to this. That's what the kids say. Yeah, but that's what the kids say. They make, you know, <laughs> comment, like, subscribe. Um, and share of, and share for more of this content share the show share the show <laughs> we have no ads on this show because nobody listens to this show <laughs> we're just sitting here talking in our kitchen and hoping someone clicks like all right i'm gonna end the show but thanks for coming on relationships what's the best most important thing you could do if you're struggling right now that's growth